set. Places, everybody. And action. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Purple Rain from 1984, directed by Albert Magnoli. So, I am so excited about this episode. Um, Purple Rain is a film featuring one of my absolute favorite musicians ever, the artist known as Prince. <laughs> um, as you can tell, like you can probably hear the excitement in my voice. I'm excited. Um, June is not only Black Music Month, but June is also Prince's birthday. He was born on June 7th. So this is why we chose to do Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen this movie before, Ashley? I have, um, kind of in bits and pieces, and I think mostly on, like, regular television. Like, I never rented this before. I think first, <laughs> first time. So there's, I mean, it's largely the same. There's, like, a couple, like, nude scenes that were a little different and probably, like, swearing. But nothing, like, out of the ordinary that I didn't, like, notice. So I have seen this, although it was like very recently because I am, as we all know, a late bloomer and a late adopter to most things. (laughs) So I hadn't really watched this like in my childhood or anything like most of my friends. I feel like kind of kind of same, a little different. Like I grew up watching this movie in bits and pieces, but I didn't see the entire thing until I was, like, a sophomore in college. Yeah. Like, one of my friends had the DVD, and for whatever reason, we were just watching it, like, one day, and I was like, cool. Like, that was the first <laughs> time I had seen the entire movie, but prior to that, like, I had been a fan of Prince since probably, like, middle school, which is kind of weird mm-hmm. when you think about it. Like... What kind of 11, 12-year-old is going to listen to Prince? Of, you know what? When I talk about my child, like, when I talk about my feral childhood sometimes. Feral lot, childhood, like a, like a wild cat. Like, like a lot, <laughs> like, my feral, like, media childhood. Like, when I talk about movies that I watch and music that I listen to, like, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff just, it honestly makes sense. <laughs> See, I didn't. I don't know. I I had like a like if you if you've listened to this podcast from like the very beginning, then you would have heard me talk about how I kind of grew up in like kind of a a sh- more sheltered environment for like the first like eight nine years of my life. So like the most music I heard around the house was like gospel and like jazz music. <laughs> So I didn't really, like, know music like that. Like, I would catch bits and pieces of it, and then, like, I would get stuck in my head. But I never, like, listened to music, listened to music like that until I moved to Texas, where, like, my mom would play, like, the actual, like, regular aisle, like, K104 and shit like that. Um, And, like, 103. Or, no, it's not not 103. 100.3 RIP to Hot 100. Um, (laughs) And then I would actually listen to pop music, but... 
Prince was a little different, I think, mainly because, like, just how explicit his music was, which is weird because, like, if you go back and look at the music I was listening to when I was, like, eight or nine. <laughs> Where'd you listen to, like, what's that, uh, Clarence Carter? Like, I'll be stroking. <laughs> uh, that's what I be doing. Ow, I'll be stroking. Like, oh, that's like, like grandmama music be nasty like grandma music do be nasty auntie <laughs> music do be nasty um uh, oh sorry uh, don't be talking about aunties i don't know what to call y'all so miss uh, ma'am music be miss lady music <laughs> oh that's even worse than auntie's bitches <laughs> Miss Miss Mayo music. Miss oh. Mayo music. Um, yeah, like I mean, like I listen to like I came up kind of in like the late, um, uh, the late nineties, early two thousands. So like a lot of like late nineties R and B. Like we talked about like anywhere by one twelve. Like that shit. Like I shouldn't be like fucking like touch it by Monifa. Like shit like that. Yeah. And like, what's it going to be? And you know, kind of stuff. I'm like, why? Peaches and cream. (laughs) 112. (laughs) Like you were doing a lot. So like shit like that. But like, I, I don't, I think part of it was mainly because of the scarcity of Prince's music in like the early streaming era. Like he wasn't with that shit. So I never, you know, got a chance to like stumble upon it because it wouldn't be found anywhere. And then my mom wasn't going to introduce it to me because, like, we don't really, like, we're not like that. Like, our relationship's not that close. So, like, she would never be like, oh, yeah, listen to this prince. Talk about girls masturbating with magazines. Like, she would never, she would never do that. And nobody else in my family would probably introduce prince to me either. So, it's, it's I think the first time I sat there and was, like, really, I was like, I should go listen to, like, some prince. <laughs> was, like, after watching, like, that Sheila E. Unsung episode. Because they talked about they talked about Erotic City on there, which Bing. is my favorite. Oh, I, that's my favorite Prince song, and I was it's like, so good. I was like, what is this? Is a different because you know I've heard like bits and pieces, like I've heard like you know like when doves cry and like kiss and stuff like diamonds and pearls. Like that wasn't really like Prince wasn't unheard of to me because like you would see him in like the news and stuff, and like you'd hear about the artist formerly known as Prince. But like I never sat there and actually was like listening to it. And his music catalog is so overwhelming that it's just kind of like it's too much <laughs> for me to like like go and be like okay I'm gonna listen to because I have a terrible um, attention span as well. So like it's gonna take me probably the rest of my life to like really get into Prince and like get into like the the deep cuts or whatever like the good ones. But yeah, I um I started listening to Prince fairly late. I bought like an album. I actually bought like the Erotic City City uh, single from like a garage sale, like a market. I have like on a record now, <laughs> so I have that random piece of uh, music history, I guess, <laughs> just because I knew I liked that song so much. But I think now, now it's easier because his music is on like Spotify and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like, but I feel, I feel kind of awake. So I'm like, damn, I'm so sorry, Prince. I know this wasn't your vision. <laughs> like I, so I guess I want to talk about my standum now. Like okay. stand out. Stand. Okay. So like I was introduced to Prince through the first movie I ever remember going to see in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And that's Batman 89. Oh yeah. Okay. So, 
I rem- distinct like because I'm afraid of Jack Nicholson Batman. because of the Jokers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I remember like watching the video and being a little afraid of Prince because he had the Joker paint on. Yeah. And I was already afraid of the Joker because of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> so I used to kind of associate Prince with that when I was younger. Yeah. But then I used to go to dance class and for whatever reason, my dance teacher would have us dance to Prince song. And one year we did a little routine to Emancipation of all, like, of all random songs by him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it's basically a song about him being emancipated from, that's during the slave era. When he's oh, right, yeah. slave. He was like, yeah, y'all got me out here doing y'all's slave work for you. Oh. Um. <laughs> so y'all ain't going to be able to market me or whatever the fuck he's on. He was awesome. <laughs> that was the time I knew about Prince because that would—that was all you would hear in the news. Would be like the artist probably known as Prince, and people would make fun of it a lot. So I would hear it like almost like secondhand through like different like like the Animaniacs. I remember he—they had like a little version of Prince on there. Yes, they did. <laughs> there, and then he was on Muppets Tonight. Yes, time. he was like in his like weird. He got chased by like a crocodile Muppet. And I was like, he did. Hilarious. Who is this person? And it was like Prince. <laughs> and I love that album, like from doing like that dance. Mm-hmm. And it like I love that album that I like used to listen to it and sing the songs. And my cousins, like my older cousin would be like, What do you know about that? And I'm like, Oh my god, I love Prince. <laughs> um But I I Prince is one of my favorite musicians because of the amount of work that he has um i've listened to a lot of it if you guys were on tumblr way back in the day i used to have a prince related tumblr um you did did. and your tumblr name was the one like your regular one was which i never knew until like (laughs) way until we were friends i was like oh yeah that's what she's that's what that means (laughs) so yeah i used to go by like a prince pseudonym and then i had like a paisley park on Tumblr, that was one that I ran, and I mm-hmm. would like find pictures and post them, and put like concert clips from like the '80s and stuff, and like rare, not so rare because they would leak, but like music that shh, don't tell nobody, um, that I would find and just like share with people who are also fans. And I've met so many wonderful people through Prince and his music, um, and I've seen like. Purple Rain countless times mm-hmm. over the years. Um, but he's just an interesting artist. He has done a lot of different things. A lot of the things that he's done over like over his life, he has done it way before it was popular. Mm-hmm. And when he would do it, people would look at him weird. Like he he's a he's a Gemini, so he is fickle and he changes his mind, but like he was one of the first um, artists to offer his music primarily through streaming. Like mm-hmm. you could purchase his um, MPG um, music club subscription and have his music sent directly through to you through the internet. Like yeah. he was one of the first artists to kind of acclimate to music streaming, like where we are now in society of course, he got upset and kind of like removed all his music and videos from the internet, but he's one of the first to do it. Um, and he was also one of the first artists with like the slave era, emancipation era 
to say like I want the rights to my music I want to be let out of my contract and I like I feel like a slave that I'm not able to you know do my own thing the way that I want to do it um because of the restrictions of my contract and everybody was looking like that's weird as fuck but now you see like artists who want to do this all the time and you see how you know how fucked up um contracts are yeah and i don't know i just i love friends guys so that's why we're doing (laughs) this episode on purple rain so ashley do you want to kind of like like give a brief like synopsis of what this movie is kind of about yeah this movie is very loose (laughs) um on plot but basically it follows this character named the kid who is played by prince um he is a musician he plays at a um i guess a club or a music venue called first avenue Yep, and it's a real place. It's a real place. Most of the places in um, in this movie are real places. So they are, or real places and like based off real people. So um, like Morris Day and the time and that kind of thing and then Apollonia. Um, but he, the kid is struggling to get his music heard. He, or at least appreciated by people because this this venue is known for breaking artists and he's kind of having like, he wants to play this kind of music or, you know, he's just kind of in his own. He doesn't really like to kind of take a lot of direction or take a lot of input from his bandmates who want to have more input into like the creative process. He's very territorial about that. Um, and he's got like kind of abusive home life. So he meets this girl, I mentioned her earlier, named Apollonia, um, and she wants to be a star. And from there, it's kind of like this big kind of back and forth between them of like, do they want to be together? Do they not? Like, does he want his career to take off or does he want to kind of be kind of sadity about the whole thing? (laughs) I, girl. (laughs) <laughs> like basically what I can say about the kid and Apple's or Apollonia's relationship girl it's a mess it's, yeah, a mess. it's, a mess. it's not good um so when we talk about this like basically we were talking about this a little bit before we were started recording but it's essentially like a concert movie yeah and I feel like the the music of the film like Purple Rain is a classic album and it kind of holds the movie together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like, there's performances. I think every song is performed eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but there's like performances and then there's like little plot details. But like, I mean, if we're going to get real down to it, if we're going to keep it a hundred, like, the plot you know, don't we're matter. honest here. We're honest here. The plot don't really matter. <laughs> Keep it a hundred. It just seeing Prince perform is it's amazing. Special, yeah, because he's a very dynamic performer. Um, he had you know the whole like kind of like romantic era kind of, or I guess they were calling it new romantic at that time, where he had like the ruffles and the lace, and you know the you know really roller sets. The <laughs> that roller set. Um, um, I guess I wouldn't. 
would you call it like a faux hawk? It was kind of it's like a jazz. It's a jazzy eighties auntie roller set. Like <laughs> you got like the side kind of shaved or pinned back. Mm-hmm. You take a little some bobby pins, pin that back, or you put like half a banana clip in there. You know what it is? It's like that that first hairstyle you learn when you become natural. It's like yes. First cute <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first cute hairstyle you can do. <laughs> it is because I. Oh, bitch, I did God. it. Me too. <laughs> and if you if you're natural, y'all know exactly what we're talking about. You know the hairstyle. When you, you got know. a little bang, the side is like one side is like tucked back. You got curls. If they're popping, you if like you did that twist body out right, in there. if you did that twist out right, fingers crossed, it's never popping. Not right for me, but he's got he's got that whole situation so it's just like you get to see him and like i never got to see prince in concert so um you know it is kind of interesting just to see that footage you know i've watched a lot of his concerts like i have like when i was in grad school i had a chance to see him um in one of his like last couple tours Mm -hmm. stateside and it was one of the best concerts that i've ever been to in my life yeah. What I was disappointed about, like the overall show was like great. What I was disappointed about is that I'm gonna be like one of those weird white people who be like, I was born in the wrong era. Um, uh. But <laughs> I was born in the wrong era where you don't get to see him perform, darling Nikki. Oh yeah, because he was a uh, he did his whole Je- Jehovah's Witness thing. Yeah, so he doesn't yeah. play like dance music, sex, romance anymore it's like edited a little bit so it's a little a little more wholesome yeah still. and i was like oh well he's not gonna you, like dry hump stuff and yeah, also, I was like, he's not gonna hump his, you know hump his guitar yeah thrust around you know he did that for the I, super bowl i think right i mean a little bit a little bit but little also he, he's a mature man he was a mature man at that point you know so sometimes you gotta grow yeah you that fun yeah, you gotta grow and change, but yeah, like um, the concert parts are are probably the best parts of it. But there's other, I mean, there's other scenes too that are pretty good. That yeah, are, you know, are well known and well quoted too. So the movie like starts out like on one, like the movie starts out with "Let's Go Crazy," I and love that song. I do too. It's such a good song. Um, and we're kind of introduced to like life at first Ave, and mm-hmm. like I like the way that it's filmed in the different cuts, and you see how busy it is, and you see like Apollonia arriving into the city. She's getting out the cab, and I think she's wearing a cape for whatever reason. <laughs> like 80s. what the fuck? She got on a cape. The eighties, <laughs> and um, she's going in, and she's trying to see what it is. Like she lives across the street in some kind of like rundown apartment. And she could see first half from across the street and she goes in and she kind of like introduces, well, she bumps into Jill Jones, who's the blonde lady yeah. and another one of Prince's protege slash boo. <laughs> Brittany let me know that a song was written by her and it kind of shook me up. Kinda yes. A little shook. So that's my other she, favorite song. <laughs> she's always in my hair was written for or inspired by Jill Jones, who's the blonde in Purple Rain. And he, I think he also bought her like a little dog. 
And so this is my Prince Prince trivia. So if you guys have like a copy of the Raspberry Beret single, it's a girl, the girl with the Raspberry Beret. She's holding a dog that's the dog, like inspired by the dog that he bought Mm -hmm. for Jill. So there you go. (laughs) This will be interesting because I actually love that song also. That's like my other favorite one. And more can well we'll get into more Raspberry Beret connections later on in the movie because they have more ties back into this movie too. Oh no, okay. Yes, um, <laughs> mess. So like, Ap- you find out like that Apollonia is looking like kind of looking for a job because she like fills out a card to work at First Ave, I think. Yeah, I think and we like find a waitress, out maybe. Yeah, she's nineteen, quote unquote. Yeah, nineteen ish. 19 and 5'6". Yes. And her name is Apollonia. And Jill Jones like, the fuck? And I was yeah. like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, you gotta shame this woman for her name. <laughs> and initially, <I> mean... <laughs> initially Vanity was supposed to be in this role, but her and Prince were not getting along and she mm-hmm. decided to leave. And so they cast Apollonia, and this is what we got. Yep. And, I mean, Apollonia's not bad at all. I I wonder what, after seeing, like, um, The Last Dragon, I mean, Vanity probably would have did, like, the same, so. Yeah. It is cool. Well, I mean, we'll never know, I guess. Yeah, she she went on to do different things, and it, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, so like the re- like Prince is in a band called the Revolution with like Wendy and Lisa, and you got Doctor Fink, who is the man in the glasses and the scrubs. Mm-hmm. And then I think his name is Bobby Z. He's the other white man with the roller set. <laughs> um, and I think the uh, other black guy, I think his name is Mark Brown. And they all like make up the revolution and they're playing. And it seems like Prince, like the kid noticed apples from the like stage. And like you see his little eyebrow go up like, hmm. Yeah. And when their song is over, he like goes down to try to like see what's going on with her by being like a whole ass creep yeah he like comes up and stands behind her and he like puts his like those iconic big ass sunglasses on indoors <laughs> and he just kind of stands behind her and he she's like oh i liked your song and He's kind of just standing there. <laughs> and then he, he like disappears. Disappears into a cloud, a, a purple cloud of smoke. <laughs> and she's so like disappointed that he's gone. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. I feel like also that's how Prince was probably for real. You know, I don't doubt it. The standoffness, offishness probably was very, very, you know. The teasing and that kind of thing, because there's a lot of teasing, which, you know, I don't really bang with, but um, I guess, like, flirtatious teasing. You mean nagging? Nagging, for sure. Because <laughs> at one point, he takes her, her bracelet and shit, won't give it back to her. 
like just kind of like tosses it back <laughs> like a child like, could you please get can you please give this one back her shit <laughs> <laughs> so yes nagging nagging is is a much better term for it because he's he's just really he is really fickle mm-hmm. one little fickle motherfucker so. <laughs> Love you, Prince. <laughs> so we are also introduced to like Morris Day as well. Yes. Um. So Morris Day, I guess Morris is supposed to be like a rival and the yeah. ar- romantic rival for Prince. He has a band and they are trying to get I assume they're trying to get the revolution spot. Yeah, they're trying on the to bill. get them kicked the fuck out of First Ave, basically. Because it's them I think there's what, four spots? No. Three spots? No. There's like a limited amount of spots. And so it's it's um like Prince's group is usually comes on before Morris Day's group and because more because the kids group is so fickle or at least he's so fickle like sometimes he'd be packing houses and sometimes the club owner is like what is this <laughs> get out and so um and like I feel like the Morris Day I think it's the time right his band's the time mm-hmm. in, the, in this one too so I yep. think he is more of like a like a consistent crowd pleaser um, and so he kind of is a dick to the kid and his band, but also he's like a dick all the yes. time in this movie. And that is like their, like Morris's persona as cultivated by Prince. Um, <laughs> like this is why Prince had beef with everybody. Prince and Morris Day were also beefing yeah, while they, filming this movie. Yeah, I read that. And I think um, he eventually goes off and they leave. kind of weren't really hanging around each other a lot after this. No, because, like, they were high school friends. and Oh, my God, Prince. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, high school friends. And Prince got his, like, record deal really young. Like, he was, mm-hmm. like, 18, 19. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to make different types of music. And he kind of had an idea for more like R&B music that he felt like maybe he couldn't make as an artist himself. So he kind of put the time together to make that music. Mm-hmm. So he would write and technically sing all the music and play all the instruments and then have Morris in the time record over it. So if you listen to like the Times first album, you could still hear Prince on the track. And that actually goes with a lot of artists because, like, even on, yeah. like, Sheila E's stuff, you could hear yeah, him singing could, in the you back. you definitely hear him on The Glamorous Life, for sure. <laughs> like, straight up in that, in singing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It makes the song pop, I guess. But he probably would let you have it without it. I can't, I can't imagine him just like, here, you can have this song. I had nothing to do with it. Unless he is, I ain't even gonna say that. Never mind. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say nothing too crazy today. I'm gonna keep it cute today. 
Mm. Cute today. Mm. I'm going to keep it cute today like a ma wig. Cute. <laughs> Y'all, we saw ma this weekend. <laughs> side note. And it was an experience. And I want a wig with a really, really tight curl bangs. And a mushroom cut, bitch. Very, very severe bump and curl. Yes, I'm about to get my fashion book fit together. High key, like the let me bump the ends, let me bump the ends, and you're like, no, please don't. Of course they do it anyway, (laughs) because they don't care about you. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Um, that was triggering, Ashley. Oh my god. People still be trying to like no like okay this is like off topic but like be, like my old hairdresser she would braid my hair and I'd always have her just leave them like tie the ends not burn the ends or whatever and she always wanted to curl them and I was like for what and one time I let her do it and I was like you got me out here looking like I'm twelve this is oh and they were long braids too so I was like oh they don't no. need to be curled at the end. Like at her go, I was like, no, 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 we don't need to do that. <laughs> oh no. Mm-mm. A <laughs> Suffer with me, friends. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to experience that. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Um. So I guess what happens after? What's 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 next? Um. So, like, eventually Morris tries to put up like an idea to get a girl group together to get the kid put out of first F. So he wants to start auditioning women. And then like a lot of like little scenes are put together throughout the movie. And this is one that I, it's not funny. Like this is not funny, but I'm immature sometimes. Oh gosh. And sometimes I laugh, but this woman comes around the corner and she starts like cussing Morris out because like you stood me up for blah 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 and we were supposed to do blah 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 and blah 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 and she just going off on him and um Morris is with his buddy who I feel bad kind of sometimes for Jerome because Jerome is kind of like Morris's manservant yeah type character and it's yeah. like okay, I guess we are doing this. Um, And so Jerome picks this woman up and throws her in a fucking dumpster. Like, straight a grown woman in the dumpster. Yeah. I think about that a lot, honestly. Like, every time I get a real bad migraine, I'm like, can somebody throw me in a dumpster? Have you seen that... um... That's like a clip from, or a, a, uh, I guess like a quote from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Danny DeVito's character is like, when I die, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that every time I'm having like a terrible day, and I'm like, just fucking throw me in the trash. <laughs> I feel like I say that at least four times a week, so I feel it. <laughs> but no, he really did, I guess, because the girl was like, where were you at and stuff? And like, you said you'd be here and blah, blah, blah. And, he always calling girls bitches, and he sound like one of you motherfuckers on Twitter. <laughs> oh, he does. You right. He's like the bitches don't. You know they want me to do this. Now. Well, if Morris is on Twitter today, it would not be you bitches. It would be like female. 
<laughs> just call me a bitch before you just jump. Yeah, just honestly call me a hoe at that point. <laughs> like at, at that point, if if it's so much anger in your females. Females. Like yes. you females. Like, sir, sir, please call me a bitch. Like, just do it. Just do it. At one point in this movie, I was like, is Morris Day a pimp? Or is he just, just like out here running through girls? At a little bit of both, maybe? Because the way he dresses is definitely, I was like, my man. <laughs> when he got on stage, that gold suit and that zebra striped lapel, I said, my man. <laughs> I mean, oh, this bitch looking like a cat daddy. Not a cat daddy. All he was missing was a damn hat. Oh my Cedric god. the Entertainer hat. Oh not. Oh my god. Ashley, you just oh my god. That was a lot at once. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot at once. Come up to you saying, hey, Miss Lady. Oh no. No, not a Charlie Wilson. <gasps> <laughs> First name Charlie, last name Wilson, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Or you can be like that one dude. What's that dude online? He always says, ha ha. He just likes Cedric the Entertainer for real. <laughs> I love his little skits. Shout I, out to him. With his... Spice, Spice Adams? Shout out to you, name. sir. We enjoy yeah. your work. We yes. appreciate it. Yes. Every every meme, just it. it's been standing the test of time because I've seen him more than once. That ain't the first time that when he laughing at his son, <laughs> that ain't the first time I saw him, but that <laughs> the enduring quality <laughs> of these kids. <laughs> we also find out that the kid is beefing with his band. Like with his band too. I was like, do you have any friends? No. Sir? no he just he bad. He don't. He don't like his band. The girls uh, want to like write their songs for the band, and he's like, yeah. "Why y'all want to write, y'all? We got my music. We don't need y'all music." Yeah, and I'm like, this feels very personal and real because it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that this happened. Yeah, that was a source of real life beef as well. Because, I mean, like, you frequently see multi-instrumentalists. So when I see that word, like, attached to Prince, I'm like, so you didn't need nobody. He did (laughs) not. He he really did not need anybody. And so, like, I could be, I mean, like, but if you don't have the band, then, like, I guess you had the band because you couldn't play every instrument instrument at once. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty much why he had the band. (laughs) Yeah, because he couldn't do no live show play everything. No, he's like one of them crazy people with like the harmonica and like the piano attached. <laughs> and you can't be sexy doing that. And like doing the pedals for like the uh for the cymbals. <laughs> they got those things in cartoons all the time, like the one. <laughs> you can't try to like a damn clown. Imagine trying to be sexy in your little lace shirt and lace pants and little boots with a boot with that boot. shit on. No, you can't do that. You can't do the splits with all that shit on. <laughs> <laughs> you sure can't. You can't. But they, the girls want to, the girls want, I think they make music like on the side and they will present it to him in tape form. Whew. 
and he never listens to it. And they, you know, they they get pissed eventually, and they're like, "You never fucking listen to anything that we try to do." And he actually gets like really mad anytime they try to like show him what they've been working on. Like he get pissed. He's like, "We yeah. got my shit. We got my music, and we could just sing this." Yeah, and they're like. We're musicians as well, sir. Yeah, like, other people do have, like, creative needs. And, like, they need creative outlets. Because at one point in the movie, they're playing the song, which I think it eventually becomes Purple Rain. And he comes in, he's like, what y'all, what are y'all playing? Why are y'all playing that? And they start playing, like, Let's Go Crazy or something. They're like, oh, yeah, ha, ha. We and it's like, this. is this better? Do you like this? Is Yeah, is this, a, is this better for you? And, you know, I hate just difficult. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But I mean, if you could play all those instruments and do all that shit, like, I mean, I can see why you'd be like, uh, we got me. But then it also, like, I've never been in a band, so I don't really know, like, how band dynamics work. But I would assume that, like, unless somebody's really like, yo, I just want to play the drums. <laughs> or, like, I don't want to be involved. Like, I, I feel like everybody in a musical group would want some semblance of, like some shine yeah some even even like if they don't want to be famous they just want to kind of get that out and you know because like i don't want to play everything that you play even though it's really good like i just kind of want to like exercise these muscles a little bit he's like hell no (laughs) (laughs) sorry about it bitch (laughs) no um so like yeah so technically everybody hates prince <laughs> like everybody hate the kid, bruh. Everybody, everybody hate, hate the kid. Yes. Um, and we go back to like and during this time, like um Morise is putting together his girl group and the girl group eventually is formerly Vanity Six, but is now gonna be like Apollonia Six. And I like the little dance studio scene, even though it's kind of degrading the women. Because mm-hmm. he be saying, I want to, let's see some asses wiggling. I want to see some perfection. perfection. And I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I think about that often as well. Do I think about Morris Day a lot? I do. I feel like you do. I, like I do. You do. I do. I do. The girls are just like, man, can you just let us like <laughs> do our like, thing? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> and then we have, like, I feel like this is an iconic scene. Um, We see, for whatever reason, Apollonia is feeling the kid. Yes. And he convinces her to go on a motorcycle ride with him through the Minnesota countryside. Mm-hmm. And he, they get off the like bike and they walk around this little lake and he challenges her to purify herself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. And that's the only way he'll help her get anywhere with her singing career. And she started taking off her damn clothes. Yep. And she jumps in the water. In the water. And he kind of does like the half hard. Wait, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> such like, an asshole. I was like, you can't do that shit. And he's like, uh, actually, that ain't Lake Manitaka. And she's like, excuse me. <laughs> and me and my notes was like, man, I'd be his last. 
<laughs> and then he pretended to leave without her. And she in her draw. Like, she is literally wet in her drawers, no trying bra. to put on leather pants. Well, that was a mess. Putting on leather pants and wet drawers? At, oh, my God. Anything when you're wet is, like, a bad scene. Like, it, it never... It never works. And she's like completely soaked from head to toe. Then jumped in fresh water. Which, I mean, like you don't know what kind of stuff be swimming in that water, girl. I'm thinking from like a 2019 perspective of like brain eating amoebas and shit. I'm thinking of stuff like swimming up your urethra. <laughs> like Paul like, and 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curse that fucking show. Uh, shit. It's ruining my brain. Like, I thought it was just Megan ruining my brain. No, it's, it's ninety it's day a fiance. It's really just the ninety day fiance franchise as a whole. All four fucking different shows they got. I'd be what I watch twenty hours of ninety day fiance <laughs> a week. I mean, it's easy to do. Each episode premieres like two fucking hours. They play too much. If you if you want to be my ninety day fiance, just hit me up. Okay, we could be on this show together. Are you gonna do the ninety day fiance? Or are you gonna do the ninety day fiance the other way? Um, that sounds so fucking. <laughs> I don't know. What seemed more interesting? Going to another country is scary, but like it's scary for them too. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, depending on, I guess, well, depending on what country you're going to, it's kind of like, oh, I might know what's going on here, or, oh, no, I don't, I don't know <laughs> a, a damn thing. This ain't, like. As long as I don't have to go to Grenada to kiss my fiance, I'll be okay. They ain't never gonna make it. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Nicole. Sorry, girl. Girl, as in don't like you, girl. It's fine. It's okay, girl. You know girl. what? This is a good, this is a good, we need to, like, like Apollonia in this movie, we need to recognize the signs of toxic relationships. Yes. Because um, <laughs> this scene with Lake Minnetonka is pretty toxic. Like, this is the seeds. These are the seeds. Like, he convinced you to jump in a lake so that he would help you. Even though it's a joke, it's not really like a joke. Like yeah, he didn't actually stop you, girl. He just he didn't say, you. "Wait, babe, don't do that." He was just like, "Huh?" Like oh. he smirked. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> po that, <laughs> and, and then, then to leave her, and like then saw watched you struggling, put on your 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 leather pants and your wet drawers. And then when he finally caught up with you, he pretended to drive up every time. Girl, I hate that shit. You tried to get on the bike. And then this is when when she got on the bike, he's like, don't get my seat all wet. Yes. Like she can help it, bitch. Oh, the kid, 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 boy. Boy, 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 boy. The kid ain't shit. I'm so sorry. (laughs) For this revelation. No, he is not. But this music is good, y'all. He's so talented, but the music—I mean, the music be hidden. <laughs> he he don't. Shit. He's not. He he deserved to get his ass whooped. I'm sorry. Just by, waste your time. If the kid got if the kid got jumped by everybody in this movie, it'll be like okay. I see it. I see yeah, why. I understand why. I completely get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so like there are also like tons of like music that kind of sort of convey plot, like moving the plot forward. Right. After this scene, like you get that the kid and Apollonia are together and they do the beautiful ones and the beautiful ones is actually one of my absolute favorite songs Mm -hmm. i don't know why like i get like kind of emotional because he'd be like do you want here (laughs) do you want (laughs) here because i want you and i'm like oh my god do you want me oh my god do you want me you want me You are, oh my god, you want me? I know, I like I like his his more like when his voice gets really even it gets really shrieky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just really like guttural. Yeah, like um, and Apollonia's like, I do want you. And then she'd be like, she was tearing up, like, oh my god. Oh my god, I do want you. I also want to be famous, but I do want you. I do, I do, my god. <laughs> Oh my god, he really he wrote this for me. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Morris, but this is for me. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um and then I feel like after this, this is kind of like the least like this is my least favorite scene of the movie. And it is the the basement sex scene. You know what? And I was yeah. like, this is not sexy. Like, I'm kind of repulsed. Oh. <laughs> the song was playing during this scene. I forget. I don't remember. But it's mm. like, mm. Yeah, because, okay. So, so there's like a weird thing with them. Because, first of all, he always thinks she out here hoeing. <laughs> Like always, like oh, who is that? Oh, da 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 da. And I'm like, I mean, she had a life before she got here. Like, like oh, did you have a boyfriend? Like, like just doing a lot. And then he asked her. I think he tried to go to her house because he don't want to go to his house, which we can discuss in a minute. He don't want to go to his house, but she's like, "What do you think I am?" (laughs) So he like lives in his parents basement like that's where he kind of stays he's got like his whole like recording setup down there and like you know his bed and everything he got and, a piano yeah he's got like a lot of stuff he's got some weird mat. he's got some weird mat. the masked girl the masks is it like, like the like the i don't know what fancy clown mask like the they were like, mind max like like I, you like know the- um the harlequin yeah harlequin i think some of them were and then some of them like full-on like little like figurines it was weird it's like in the 80s the mask that all black moms had in their apartments before they was moms so much i hated those so much everybody had them ugly ass (laughs) pictures (laughs) yeah if you y'all know what I'm talking about, you know because you know what the decor was always like black leather and gold and like a glass tabletop coffee yes. table. Yes, and then for whatever reason, it's like porcelain mask that would be hanging on something like wicker. 
Oh, for whatever God. reason is like wicker furniture someplace Either that or they have like the the prints of them like with like the print like the weird like 80s artwork but they'd be like harlequin masks yes <laughs> when did we like who when did the did the social consciousness move towards that like why did that suddenly start popping you cocaine know? you know i mean i feel like it started with cocaine then it moved into the hood, and then it just came normalized. Like wealth. Like, this is wealth. Mm-hmm. Cocaine first, though. Definitely <laughs> cocaine. It's the trickle-down effect. Reagan, then, your plan worked. No. <laughs> cocaine, then, just came normal. <laughs> Those things are always so ugly to me. But, like, ugh. But, yeah, he's got all these weird shit in his, his basement. Um, And she he's playing her recording, and it, like... Sounds like the girl is definitely having sex, but he's like, no, she's crying. And I played it backwards. And I was like, no, Prince, 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 don't lie. Like, you don't have to lie. (laughs) And every time I listen to it, it just makes me so sad. (laughs) And then it don't sound like a lady that's crying for real. No, she definitely sounds like something's happening. But like. I don't know. There's some weird. Why did she say King Kong? What happened there? I missed that part. <laughs> is it what I think it is? I was so confused. <laughs> oh my god! I don't Please know. Don't tell me. Please don't tell me that's. I, I, I don't know. I, huh. I don't know. We're gonna res- we're gonna respectfully <laughs> and quickly step around that. Yeah, we go <laughs> bypass that. Um, uh, and then but, they they have sex, but it has like a a nice little classy fade to white, which yeah, I was surprised about. I'm glad because like them kisses, they were a little they were a little they like were a stiff. like a bait like a mom bird feeding a baby. Ugh. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I just don't be. I mean, it's awkward to be kissing in front of a whole crew of people. But it's but supposed also, to be like Prince, like I know, yeah. But you're like, it's Prince, like you're supposed to be like that nigga, like. <laughs> uh, do you know how many? This is the thing we never mentioned. You the have episode, but like the the amount of Prince will steal your mama from your daddy tweets. They used to go on to tw- like would come up on Twitter anytime he was anywhere. Like anytime, like I remember when Prince went to what was at the BT Awards. And they yes. sang that terrible shit for him. <laughs> oh, Trey songs. Oh. Trey songs, that sad crying singing face he be having on, like. And Prince was like, "Oh no, ciao." <laughs> <laughs> and gripping the arm of that lady that was with him, he looked like, like he's looking like girl. Girl, find the note. <laughs> find the note. Um. Yeah, like <laughs> there were so many like. Prince will steal your mama right from out from under your daddy in <laughs> a little sparkling heel and there's nothing your daddy will say about it. And that, I honestly, that's true though. How I mean, is... I feel like it's very true. Like if you were chosen, if your mama was chosen by Prince. I mean, you would have to look like Prince to be chose. You but... would have to have a little bit of a, of a, a matching, matching vibe. Mm-hmm. You had to be his twin flame. <laughs> <laughs> He is a Gemini. 
Bitch, not twin flame. Oh, you had to be his twin flame. That's why he liked vanity because he felt like she was like the feminine version of himself. Oh God. Oh God. Is this where y'all get that shit? Is this where y'all do that? I don't know shit. I'm single, so I can't say shit. I don't no, know. No, but you know, you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. The relationship tweet Twitter. I'm about. That's about to be me soon. I'm gonna just start tweeting stuff like I got a man. And be like, so if you guys want to find your twin flame, <laughs> <laughs> you have to do X, Y, and Z for Maybe your twin flame. Like him, though. Mm-hmm. She did. It was very purposeful. But Ashley, there was also when Vanity was actually in the movie, there was another scene where they were supposed to be fucking in a barn. That scene was on my DVD. It was? Yeah. But it was a different girl. Ooh. Let me see. I think I have like the... Okay, wait. Here's the thing. It's like the 20th anniversary version. So I okay. don't know. Um, I have that somewhere. I haven't watched that in years. So, yeah. I mean, I got mine from Netflix. So I was just like, whatever comes to house, comes to house. But like... Yeah, there's like a moment because like they eventually they you know they have some problems and he just starts going around fucking people or girls around, and like Ooh. it's like an, a montage between him like performing. I don't remember what song it is, but um, yeah. And there's one scene where he is fucking some girl in the barn, and I think it's in a reference to like something else, like a another song. <laughs> Okay, so I went back and did some Googling, and apparently I was all wrong. All these scenes are supposed to be of Prince and Apollonia. I don't know what's wrong with my eyes. Maybe I need to get them checked. But, um, yeah, you can disregard everything I say here. They um, cut that from the movie, and then they use that whole concept in the animated parts of Raspberry Beret video. Oh, Lord. So if you watch the Raspberry Beret video, mm-hmm. it's like alluded that the song is about him fucking a girl with a Raspberry Beret, y'all. First of all, it took me way too long. Like, I had been listening to that song my entire life, and I was an adult when I was like, wait. Wait. I didn't know that was, I didn't know that was a, I mean, I'm pretty new to the thing, like I said, but like. Like that, like, but like. I mean, at this point. Should it be shocking? It's wait the jazz out the Latins like they sound talk about fucking in a barn in one of the verse in one of the verses and I was like wait wait what and I had to replay it and I was like what but that's what the song kind of goes into but in the video the animated part like you see you don't see it but it's alluded to in the background with the eighties like digital effects mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay i guess i was like this song's really upbeat for what is happening in it <laughs> i guess it was like a really um it was really quick because there's a bunch of different girls that he was i just talk, took it as like he was heartbroken or something and he was kind of like getting his his man feelings out by fucking whatever he found <laughs> including fucking some girl in a bar and I was like all right <laughs> and then I talked to my mom about this movie before like when I was on my way home and she would have been 
like 15 when this movie came out. So she didn't actually see it when it first came out. Like she had to wait because it was, she's like, well, at first this would be rated R, no, rated X. And I think they like cut stuff, which probably this Barton scene was one of them. Although now I think you can get away with that shit because I mm-hmm. never saw anything. So, um, but she said she didn't see it. She didn't see this movie until she was probably like late high school, probably almost in college um, and probably for stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, I guess it was more more going on in this movie. Than I <laughs> but yeah, that was the scene in the movie. I didn't realize it was like, I mean, compared to like VH1 or whatever, like watching on TV, like they would obviously not play that, but. Yeah, they cut a lot of stuff. They have a couple different cuts. They have like a G, a PG, thirteen, and I think an R cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I after this scene, we find out that um, the kid is he lives in an emotionally and physically abusive home. Yes. So his father is the devil. From Tales from the Hood. I was wondering who that was because you always use that gif. Because that's me. (laughs) And I was like, that looks like that dude from that movie. I didn't know which movie. (laughs) Clarence Williams III. I just just recognized his gap. And I was like, that's that that man. That that gif. That's me. <laughs> when I say something really chaotic, I use that gift <laughs> Um, But he is married to... um, He's married and you come home, like Prince comes home and he is beating his wife and yelling at her. And it's a really like violent situation and the kid is trying to like get him off his mom and it's just like a lot. Yeah. He um they have this like a couple times where his, he's like yelling at his mom. He got his mom cornered and stuff and and the kid'll come in and be like, Dad, no <laughs> And like a couple times he gets I mean, I think every time he just kinda gets, you know, brushed to the side or whatever. We never really figure out like I guess there's like some allusions to what happened because I forget. I think it's like either Morris Day or like the club owner. They're talking and and they're like, yeah, like his dad was a promising musician but never popped off for him and then he ruined his wife's career. But they never said what his wife was, like what she did for work, unless I missed that part. Mm. But I guess it's assumed that they were both possibly Me- musicians. That's what I took from it. Yeah. Because, I mean, only another musician can probably ruin another musician's life <laughs> like that. But he, I mean, like, they have, like, their, like, weird, like, they break up, they make up. Because at one point when he brings Apollonia home, they all snuggled up on the sofa and shit. And he's like, ugh. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know. But in this, so this, his parents, this whole thing, didn't this whole start, like, the, the, everybody thinking Prince was biracial? Yes. And it's not true. No, he's just a light-skinned gentleman. Yes. But, like, this led to all that shit when Prince died. My motherfucker's talking about, oh, you know, it's so great to see him biracial singer. Like, 
he, all of a sudden I was like, was he? He was white. <laughs> I was like, no, he wasn't. And then, and then all that, that, uh, everybody posted like, oh, you know, he transcended blackness. And, and I was like, <laughs> that is the most disrespectful thing you can say. Oh, goodness. Like, that man was black, y'all. Yeah, he is a black man. He was a black man. Yes. I was like, yes, he was a black man. They got you to pay attention to his black ass music. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! That whole like deluge of fucking, you know, because a lot of people had a lot. I mean, you know, to be expected, a lot of people had a lot to say that week when he died because it was a lot. I mean, like you know, you had your good, you know, like obituaries and kind of people were kind of like, yeah, this is what happened. Like, like the guy who ran the pre the the prince tweets. Uh, Twitter was it Prince tweets to you? Um, you would just say like random shit. <laughs> the guy um, from like Best Week Ever or some shit. Was that him? Was yeah, guy? yeah, he was on like Best Week Ever. See, I didn't even know who it was. He just kind of was like I think it was before Prince got his Twitter. He made this like kind of probably one of the only funny parody Twitters ever <laughs> that he would kind of tweet in Prince's sort of voice that he'd be like, you know, saying shit like, bring me a pineapple and shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) And you would just expect it because it was so like outlandish and kind of ridiculous and kind of diva-ish that you would say, yes, Prince would absolutely say that. And he, you know, I think in like probably one of his last tweets, he said, like, I got word that Prince liked this. Like he saw this Twitter account and he actually thought it was kind of funny and like at least amusing and, you know, that made my day and like R.I.P. And so I thought that was like one of the sweet ones. And then like the other ones just kind of got like, like, bruh, you got to (laughs) chill. I kind of avoided everything because I was, I was distraught. Like, again, we're bringing up Davlin. (laughs) Davlin like called me. She was, she called me. She's like, hey, I have some news for you. Oh, why would she say that? Like she that was trying to like brace break it to you yeah yeah she's like hey I have some bad news and I'm like okay what's what's up and she told me before I could like read it online and Ooh. I was like my problematic fave is gone oh, like no. I was like booing because like Prince meant so much and I was like crying 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 yeah. crying and. That, yeah. I was. I thought I was you upset. as soon as I saw that because I remember because that's Twitter. As course of you know, I, I sit up on there because it's entertaining. Then most of the stuff that's going on around me at any given time. And I remember the first thing was like, oh, there's been like some news at Paisley Park, and like there's this news that somebody collapsed, but they didn't say who. And I was like, well, who be up in there but Prince? <laughs> and then there was just like a thing, and it was kind of like waited like with like you know. It was kind of like, you know, that kind of like, oh, like between the getting the news and figuring out like, are they okay? Are they not okay? And so that sucked. And I was kind of like, where's Brittany? And I was like, I don't want to be the one. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, no, I'm like, is she around? But I thought of you like pretty much instantly. I was like, oh, Brittany's going to be heartbroken. I I was, I was, I was so upset. And then I was reading like people's trash takes. Like they were bad, yo. I, I mean, 
Oh, I was ready to squat. I was ready to tamoka somebody. Like, I was ready to drop, like, pull up. Like, you see, people's takes are pretty trash. But yeah, like, uh, it was just so many, like, transcending blackness things. I was just like, are you trying to say that because he got your little white asses to pay attention that he's suddenly just, like, beyond blackness when, like, he's beyond race? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not even. His music is rooted in like funk and R and B, like, like yes, like you know he has his pop crossovers and shit, and he's a big big star, but like his basic root of his whole like musical style was something that was very black, and I was like, that man, I never come out here and said anything about him like transcending anything. Like I'm like, I feel like. Prince was pretty, like, he wasn't, like, you know, like, some people wearing it on his sleeve and stuff, but I never got the sense of him being, like, oh, yeah, I'm away from, I'm, I'm not like you other Negroes, mom. <laughs> he, I, he was an artist that I don't believe had ever done that at any stage in his career. Yeah. And you do get artists that do try to, like distance themselves from their roots absolutely all the time you see it now yeah and he wasn't anyone who did that i feel like what kind of distanced him from black audiences was his costuming yeah he did have very like androgynous i would say and a, like the reason I love Prince, I say it all the time. He's very he's a pr- very pro- provocative artist. Mm-hmm. Like he pushes boundaries, and he pushes boundaries in a way that every like I feel like artists now think they do, but oh, they, they don't. Have no idea. Um, oh. like what people don't. You can't just show up in a horse show with ass out pants. Like no, you sure can't no more. <laughs> like this man came, but like his his ass is out. His ass out. Like out. <laughs> Them out. little little beige cheeks out. <laughs> oh, biscuit butt. <laughs> and that, and he's performing like dirty songs, like dirty, funky, nasty songs. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> cornerstone of his entire musical everything. Hey, that's just the kind of artist he is, and it's amazing when you get into his his catalog. Like it's it's interesting, and it it's so many different types of music. Like he has rock music in there mm-hmm. that I've listened to, and I love. Like he's an amazing guitarist. That I don't think people give him credit for. Yeah. So if you have yeah. a chance, you should listen to. I f- if I could find that album, I will tweet about it. Because it's like him playing like rock yeah. music. And it's really cool. Right. Yeah. No, I think people. Yeah. I. It is kind of weird the way people would like approach him. And I feel like it's just because. Partially because he was, he, it's, even though you, you would know so much about him, I still feel like there's so much I will never know about him, like, personality-wise. I mean, just from people talking about him, like, the stories that they would, um, like, tell, like, I forgot, like, Pusha T 
talked about going out with Prince. Was it Pusha T or was it was it Quest Love? One of them went out with him. And he was like, "Listen now, I didn't come out here to listen to cursing." <laughs> <laughs> I think just in the stories I would hear about him from other people kind of gave me like an insight, but like I just I don't know. It's just really it's it's one of those things that's like it's almost kind of like scary to like I'm like where do I start? And like like seriously, I feel like it's going to take me like forever to just like get into his music and get into like his personality and 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 stuff like that. Um I do I do get into the fashion. That's for damn sure. That's there's a picture of him walking out with like a red suit and he's got like a lollipop in his mouth or whatever mm-hmm. i love that picture so much i'm like this is and he's got like red boots with it <laughs> of course i'm like yes absolutely mm-hmm. i love it i think i know which one you're talking about it's a pretty popular picture on tumblr for sure mm. yeah uh, um if you really need help, I can definitely give you some really nice starting points mm-hmm. and tell you which ones to kind of avoid. But we can talk about that. <laughs> I'm excited now. Um, so after, like, we see this relationship between uh, the kids' parents, um, Apollonia comes over and she gifts the kid an all-white cloud guitar. And he is so happy. He's like, oh, my God. And she kind of buries the lead with the guitar because she tells him that she wants to join Morris's group. And he slaps the shit out of her. Yes. And I was like, bruh, what are we doing here? I was like, even though I see this movie a lot, I was still caught off guard. I was like, wait, what? Because I exactly. forget that that happens so quickly. Um, but he 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 goes ham and he starts yelling like, don't you love me? Why would you do this? Why would you want to be in his group? Don't you love me? And she's like, yeah, I love you, but this is for my career. And I was like, what the fuck? And I feel like they did this switch a little too quickly. Because before, the kid was just, like, a moody artist. Like, he was, a, he had, like, be a little little tension in his group. Um, he was moody. Like, he had difficulties getting along with his bandmates. He had difficulties getting along with his um, other acts at the venue. But you didn't really get the idea that he was abusive. Like, he didn't have any, like, violent outbursts. Yeah, his dad was abusive, but yeah. you know, it wasn't, like, something he was like, yes, I totally approve of this. Yeah, like, because he was trying to stop his father from abusing his mom. So, you, like, you see that scene and then have them come around the next scene slapping somebody. It's, like, jarring. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it comes, it's, it's shocking a little bit. And... I yeah, did he not like her it. Yeah, he her so hard that she, like, spins and, like, falls into, a, like, a dresser or something. Yes. It, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot. 
Um, and then he, you could tell that he's upset and she leaves, but she still wants to join Morris's group. And he does, she does. And they perform sex shooter, shooting love in your direction. <laughs> Which is a banger. It is. It is. Um, and then he comes on and he like performs Darling Nikki. Which, Which like bruh. it's like computer blue into Darling Nikki. Bruh. And he all like shirtless and, and baby oiled up. And like in computer blue he had like that lace like you could get it at Savage um X Fenty. They got the lace little blindfold. Oh, <laughs> um that little mask or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. y'all can get that. They got it online now. From yeah, Rihanna. You can get a corresponding whip with it in tune and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got no promo codes, but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not con yet <laughs> but y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about y'all done seen the emails we all saw it <laughs> y'all saw it um but you kind of implied that darling Nikki is about Apollonia and she gets embarrassed yeah cause he's talking about her like she's just like this little like nymphomaniac basically and she runs out of the club and he performs like he keeps dry humping that stage like a member of Pre- uh, Pretty Ricky. <laughs> and Britney saw Pretty Ricky earlier. It like was a couple months ago, right? The best. It was the best. I love Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky, 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 and the Mavericks. I love them. I just, I just, I, I see the, the Twitter videos. And that's it, really enough for me. It was an experience um, to watch men in their <laughs> mid-30s try to do stuff that they did in their early, late teens, early 20s. Oh, still teens. still thinking they got it, but they don't quite. I mean, Spectacular still do what he do. Um, but everybody else is trying. I mean... Hey, a check is a check. You know, you can still get your, your pelvis to move a certain way. I mean, I say go for it. <laughs> go collect. <laughs> if they make a Chocolate City 3, they should get Spectacular to be in it. I want you not to introduce that Christmas <laughs> into our podcast. <laughs> I'm going to put it in. I'm throwing that out in the universe. Boom. We dodged that bullet. Chocolate City 3. Featuring Spectacular from Pretty Ricky. My God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, I think, is it after this that um, the kid tries to, like, run over Morris Day? Yes, because Morris and Apollonia kind of, like, Morris goes after Apollonia, and he convinces her to go with him and they like are drinking and he, you could tell that Morris is a predator. Morris, you're doing so much in this movie, bruh. And he's trying to convince her to go home with him. And she's kind of refu- like, she's refusing. She's like, no, nah, I'm good. But he's like, ha baby, you need to come <laughs> home. 
out, baby. You need to come on with me. That's not where it's at, y'all. Girl. <laughs> and she's like, I'm okay. I want to go home. And then they hear like a motorcycle, like, rrr, echoing, like, goddamn Batman. <laughs> Basically, it's the bat cycle. And then the kid shows up and runs Morris down, basically. He really almost, like, I feel like, did he push him or did he, like, hit him? He might have, like, lightly tapped him. him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he goes flying into another set of uh, trash cans (laughs) in the alley. And... Doesn't Apollonia, like, get on the back of his bike? I believe so. And they... Yes, and then they, like, they, like, drive out to, like, the railroad tracks. And he starts making out with her, and then she, like, pushes him away, I think, and, like, busts out a flask. He's like, what are you doing that for? And they start arguing, and then he's like, what, did he shove her down? He mushes the fuck out of her. Like, he puts <laughs> his whole hand in her face and go round and just boom and just push her down to the ground. Like, and he's about to slap her again. I was like, nigga, you gotta calm down. Like, you need, like, you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> yes, he, he need help. And he stops himself for hitting her this time. Nobody should have to say this time. I was about to say it shouldn't be just any time. <laughs> like, it's shit, bruh. And she's like, go ahead, hit me. And then he like, I guess he leaves her there. Why he, he always leave her somewhere. Mess. Like, I, this, is not a, this is not a safe area. <laughs> just leave At her. all. And like, you know... Like in a railroad, where is it where like all the trains just kind of like rest for the night? Uh, I don't know. Shiny Time Station. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. <laughs> uh, where you know that kind of place? Like where, where they leave all the trains? Where it's where like Thomas the- them sleep? This is where Thomas and them. <laughs> I can't with you. So, um. <laughs> a train depot? Is it a train depot? I don't know. We're trying sure. to we're sure. Thomas and sleep. We, we don't know about we, transportation. We're just podcast we demons. We don't, we don't know, know a lot about, about industrial stuff. Res- revolution era transportation. <laughs> No, we don't have no idea. But basically, he leaves her somewhere that's not safe. That's the ba- that's the gist. Like I'm like, you can't just be leaving this girl. Like, and I she know you just got into it, but and like, she got on a cape, and it's cold. And they in Minnesota ripped her stockings and shit. She got dirt on her because you didn't push her on the ground. Yeah, makeup she, smudge. Like you got her. She probably smelled like cheap cologne from Morris. <laughs> Morris knows like he has like. Like Jacquard Noir or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Just nasty. He probably used Sex Panther. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. So I'm real strong. I always want to tell the men like in my office because there's, there's every so often I'll get on the elevator and I'm just like, oh my God. Did you drown in it? Mm. It'll just be me. Nobody will be on the elevator. 
it just smelled like man, but like not in a good way, like in a a cheap cologne way. Ooh, ooh. it's nasty. It's bad. It's bad. I just wanted to put up like an announcement. Like, could you please spray yourself in your car? Oh no, it's bad. Yeah, but mm-mm. but no, Morris Day does look like he kind of would have some nasty cologne. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think after this, the kid returns home, and this part was, I don't remember this part at all either, where he kind of sees that like there's been another fight with his fam like between his mother and his father. His mother is like nowhere to be found, and then his dad is like hanging out in the basement in the shadows, in the shadows, looking all scary, and like the kid goes to the door to open the basement and his dad like you hear a gunshot and his dad like shot himself in the head yes but he didn't die he was supposed to but then they were like "Mm, that's a little too dark guys i was like but damn surviving a gunshot wound seems like that's still dark no that's terrible i'm like no 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 let's see see this is so dark but i'm like you know what if i ever want to hurt myself like this is why i couldn't do it because if I survive that shit, you be hearing about people like jumping out of windows and shit or whatever, or jumping out of bridges and surviving. Yeah. Like, nah. Take me out the game. <laughs> yeah. No, no thanks. But his dad survives. Um, he had, like, the kid has a moment. Like, I guess it's like some sort of like PTSD kind of moment because, you know, the gunshot and stuff. Which they never say where his mama was. I guess she either left the house or ran away. Or, I don't know what happened. But the kid it destroys all his shit in his basement. Um, and like in the process of doing that, he finds some old like compositions that were signed by his dad. And I guess he just feels the the fresh um, fresh breeze of inf- uh, inspiration, I guess. And he gets to writing. Mm-hmm. But he also at this point, too, we didn't say he actually did listen to the tape that uh, that Wendy and them gave him. And I was sitting up there and I was like, he was sitting up there looking all mad and stuff. And I was like, nigga, you know that song is good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's That's why he pressed. A hater. That's why he was pressed. Cause I was like, you know the song is good. So just fucking play the song. <laughs> he didn't want to play the song. So he he becomes inspired um, in the trauma of his dad trying to kill himself. Yeah, he he who boy <laughs> like, he, he sees like the error of his ways. Like he's like, you know what? I don't want to end up like my father. I guess. Yeah. So I'm gonna stop being a huge asshole. And he starts kind of, like, mending fences. Mm-hmm. So he starts to, like, clean up all the shit he destroyed in the basement with Apollonia. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she randomly just shows up. I'm like, are y'all good? I'm like, Is there discussion about this? Y'all just good? Because, like, I want to look, I'd want to punch your ass. <laughs> like, that probably was an off-camera argument. I would, they should have put that scene back in then. They weren't going to do all that because... 
It didn't kind of make any sense. I was like, the last time she saw you, you shoved her down and almost slapped her again. Yeah. So somebody should have uh, took out the scene with the girls in the barn. <laughs> because that was a scene after, I guess, Apollonia had told him that she was going to go be in Morris's band. Then that's when he just goes and, and I, I that might be, I thought it was interspersed with like computer blue. At least on my DVD. Mine was okay. This version that I watched is just like the regular straight version, like straightforward version. Like the performance part. Like I didn't have the scene with the girls. See that. But on like I do have the one that you're talking about. Yeah. As well. It's like the but, two Yes. Yeah. But that was downstairs, so I didn't get that one. <laughs> that one, uh, yeah, like, I, I guess he was just kind of hard. They never say who those girls are or anything, but, like, I mean, you're just assuming he's just out here doing a lot. But, yeah, him and Apollonia just make up out of nowhere. <laughs> like, it's just that easy, girl. And they're back together. Just like that. Movie magic. And... The 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 band is kind of together on one accord, mm-hmm. and they play "Purple Rain," which is such a good song. Mm-hmm. Like it also bring a little tear, like a little tear in the corner thug of my tear. eye, like a little thug tear. Yep, yeah, and I just kind of like blink it back so it don't come down, so nobody mm-hmm. like see me crying in public when I hear it, because <laughs> everybody need to mind their business. Um, (laughs) but it's just so good like it's such a good song yeah he says that um, that he's dedicating it to his father so it's like an extra layer of emotion and people in the crowd are just like damn bruh this is good shit and I guess the club owner is sitting up there in his little glasses and stuff he's like damn bruh like the kid is good. You might have done something there, and then the kid is like, "Shit, I'm a little, um, I'm a little overwhelmed. I might have done something there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he runs backstage and he's like, "Shit, I don't know. Hold up now, <laughs> a little shut in my own talent." <laughs> oh my gosh! And I think in that and um. I think he moves into uh, I Would Die For You. Is that the next one? I think. What? I don't know. Because is that. Okay. Did you have a hospital scene? Like a hospital visiting scene in yours? Um, I. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. He goes and visits his dad and his mom. His mom is all laid up with him. With this point, I was like, his dad didn't die. <laughs> but, like, I was like, this is not. I mean. They should probably have a discussion. They gotta discuss a lot of stuff. They gotta discuss some things because this ain't healthy. Um, yeah. So at this point, it goes into like, "Baby, I'm a star." That is my shit. I love that song. Might not know it now. Much. Maybe but tiny heart. I love that song so much. It's it just makes me feel like overjoyed 
Like I cannot not dance when that song comes on. Cause it's it feels like a I gospel dance. song. It just feels very, it does feel very like praise and worship, but not like in that traditional sense, but just, it gives you that sort of like, I just caught the spirit a little bit. <laughs> and I got to go and dance it out and shit. Like I fucking love that song so much. But at this point, it turns into like a kind of like a mini concert film. Mm-hmm. Because he's just like recording and not recording, but he's like performing and doing the splits and he's in his little his heels and, you know, the crowd just like living for it. And I'm like, well, bitch, you know, to be blessed in that way <laughs> to be there. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah, like I know that had to have been an experience. Like I wonder if he performed it live for them and I just dubbed it. Um so they recorded the music, but he did do like shows to get the crowd's reaction for the live performances. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like a mini concert and then I think that money was donated to charity. Oh, okay. So it's for a good cause. I mean, because the amount of splits that happened in this last, like, 10 minutes <laughs> of this, I just be like, girl, I don't know what, I just I just witnessed something in- intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at this point, he was already, like, a big star. Like, he was really well known. But I think, like, like this is the movie that just, like, just tipped it over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine just being, like, there at the precipice? I was born in the wrong era, Ashley. You should have been born in like, I mean, the tragedy and horror of the mid 60s. And then you could have been like 20. Yeah. And then you could have got like a good job. You only pay like, what, $3,000 for college. And and you would have had a job. And you could be like roasted millennials every day online. If you knew, if you know how to, if you knew how to use a computer, if you knew how to use a computer, you could be roasting people today. Because honestly, once the boomers start getting phased out, Gen X, we coming for you next, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna strap up them Doc Martens and try to beat our ass too. You know what? And they keep playing. <laughs> they keep playing. They just over here lie down. The boomers get it all. And we just go in here in the shadows like you aim up into some shit too they gonna put on them Doc Martens they gonna put on some punk music cause you on the precipice and, of, of retirement oh, I mean you not close but you almost there y'all almost 50 bruh and y'all in the way <laughs> y'all almost 50 and y'all get mad when we be like y'all almost 50 um they go to show too <laughs> ain't my fault you know how many times I have to deal with that when people at work and stuff they'd be like oh you're so young and I'm like so did you want my mom to have me when she was like 13 like I don't know what you want me to do <laughs> I can't get any older it's not possible oh my goodness that shit uh, pisses me off but more on that later <laughs> okay so would you recommend this film to our listeners Uh, Yes, absolutely. I think that this is like one of those movies that you should absolutely watch. Like, just don't play around. Just watch it. It's only like an hour and 
some change hour and 15 minutes I think and it's mostly Prince performances so if you're into Prince you'll enjoy it or if you're trying to get into Prince you'll enjoy it if you like you know over the top shit from the 80s you'll definitely like it which I feel like I am more in you know accepting of because over a long time being like oh no I don't like stuff from the 80s I just did not like the sound of it did not look the look of it but also like the problem is I feel is that people be representing the 80s like in one type of which is like the Tiffany kind of mall rat Mm. we're like the girls with like their terrible makeup and like their side ponytails and shit and I'm like well, we had all of this <laughs> we had so much going on the black delegation had so much good shit I guess I don't know what y'all were doing but the pop girls were you know looking a little crazy but I enjoyed this movie um you know obviously we roasted some parts of it so it's not like the world's most perfect movie but it is enjoyable you get good music good fashion uh morris day gets shoved into a trash can like i mean you know. <laughs> i don't have anything bad to say about it like like if this is horrible because sometimes like i mean we didn't really like we didn't really dive deep into like how this is part of like prince's like life and stuff i mean even though it it, it cast a bunch of characters and 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 it's set in his like hometown of Minneapolis so like there are worse biopics for sure yeah (laughs) infinitely terrible but I think this is a good one and I would I mean it's not like a straight up like it's a more of like a fictionalized one um but I would definitely, like, suggest people watch it. Okay. I would agree. <laughs> um, I mean, it's Prince. Duh, bitch. Like, <laughs> of course I would recommend it. Like, it got, it has good music. It's one of the best albums of the 80s. If, and one of the best albums of all time. It is back-to-back bangers. Like, Every song on Purple Rain is a hit. Like, it slaps from front to back. The movie itself, I mean, it's 80s. Like, it is 80s. So, you have that going for it. It feels like home. Um, No, women aren't treated well in this film at all. Uh, No, it's pretty bad. No woman. Like, not Wendy or Lisa. Not Apollonia. (laughs) Nope, not the mom. Not the mom, not the lady they threw in the trash can. <laughs> no, and that's like the extent. I mean, the what, what's her name? The girl, the blonde girl? Jill. She might be the only one, maybe. And she only has like three lines. A couple lines, yeah. She don't have a whole lot going on. I think at one point she said, he said hi to her. And she said hi after he sang Purple Rain. <laughs> she was like, I guess she was like, I'm emotional because it was a good song. But that's basically the extent of her, her stuff. Yeah. But aside from that, that giant little problem. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a a good movie. Like, and 
I don't know. Maybe because I have a soft spot for it because it's Prince. But I feel like you should watch it because it's an important piece of musical history mm-hmm. that shouldn't be like forgotten or ignored. Yeah, because I even saw somebody say... Like, oh, this person might have the chance to be this generation's prince. And I was like, my God, bro. Who? Who were they talking about? I can't remember. It was, um, was it Jay Paul? Who? I don't know. You probably don't know who it is. He's like, um, electronic producer he his his musical style is very very eclectic and very it draws from a lot of different a lot of different um genres and and things he's an indian uh a british indian producer but the whole big thing was like he his music got leaked um before he could put it out officially like his debut album so he had a lot of unfinished tracks this happened like in 2013 and he was like, it traumatized him. Like, it fucked him up. And he just put out his music. Like, he put out that out al- that album on, like, streaming services and, like, as a pay-as-you-pay-what-you-want kind of thing. He was like, I made, like, he made this whole thing. He, like, he made peace with it. I'm good. It kind of fucked up my whole thing because I'm a perfectionist and I really wanted this to be, like, packaged a certain way. And I just was, like, scrolling through because, like, there's not a lot about him. And he's very, like, there's, like, five pictures of him out on the internet. <laughs> and, you know, he, everybody makes, like, such a big deal about it. But he's not as prolific, not nearly as prolific as, like, Prince or anything. But I think somebody, you know, people just kind of like to, like, reach for, like, the most, you know, out there, very, like, musicianship. <laughs> And somebody was like, he could have been Prince. And I was like, could he have? We don't know yet. Like, give it some, give it, give it a few years. Like, you can't just be calling everybody Prince. I feel like Prince is every generation's Prince. He is. Because most of y'all can't sing or write or play instruments or produce or anything. (laughs) Like... It's like, and like, I mean, not, not Jay Paul. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, he wouldn't even, I don't think he would like, like that comparison. Cause he'd be like, yo, that, I feel like he'd be like my anxiety, <laughs> at least from what I've like learned about him the last like few days, he'd be like my anxiety. But like, I mean, it's okay to just have like Prince be the Prince of this generation. Like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Y'all. <laughs> Like, I mean, unless y'all really sit there and, and practice, like Beyonce said, which I don't like to do, so I, I doubt y'all be getting to that level. Like, mm. I'm not gonna have no prints of your own. It's, I mean, mm. it's just what it just. I mean, like, I don't know how people like. You can make a lot of music. That's perfectly fine, but like, it's not the same. As far as like doing it all yourself and and having the talent to do it all yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's only one prince. There will ever, like, only ever be one prince. Yeah. And I've seen that. I've seen people kind of try to do that 
for other people, like, you know, people always try to say that Chris Brown is like this generation's Michael Jackson. And <laughs> just, because, just because he can do flips and shit, which, <laughs> like, that doesn't really constitute Michael Jackson. Because, again, that's another person who practiced a lot and refused to do anything without it looking the very best. And, of course, that's probably rooted in some fucked up shit that happened to him when he was a child. But, like you don't get to that level without really putting in the work for it. Like, and some people are gifted. Like, I mean, some people are really, truly gifted, but yeah, I don't like to practice, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all don't like to practice. I can't think of a single person who would, who would fulfill any of those. I just get tired of people saying shit like, oh, this is the new generation's prince. I'm like, oh, my God, no, it's not. Because <laughs> it, it, it don't be. Because, like, when you be like, yeah, this is the new generation's legendary artist, and then you see who it is, like, see what they be doing, and you just be like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, take the gifts that y'all were given. I'm sorry that they were made 30, 40 years ago, but, like. It's still, it's mostly timeless. You can still work with it. It's fine. Yeah. There are some really dated stuff, but you know, that's a sign of the times. Like his album from 1987. Boom. Come on now. Come on now, years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's definitely like a sensitive thing. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though. Do you have, like, a movie you would recommend to watch, too? I wanted to talk about biopics in general because, like I said, I there are some bad ones. <laughs> there are some horrible ones out there. Um, I don't really know of many that are like this, where, like, the, the star... Actually, no, I do. Okay, I got a suggestion. I forgot. I thought of this a while ago. Um, all that jazz feels very much like this where have you seen that movie uh-uh i don't think you like it because you don't really like musicals but like um it's not played by bob fossey though there's not really many movies where the person is playing themselves or a version of themselves i feel like but all that jazz feels the closest because it's like bob fossey's like damn i'm trash <laughs> Like, I'm horrible. All I do is drugs and and sleep around and ignore my kid. Or I, you know, (laughs) like he's, he doesn't ignore his kid that much, but he's just like not a very good father or like person in general. (laughs) But he's very talented and he's a very good choreographer and he's a workaholic, which is kind of killing him. That's the whole thing. And he kind of makes this whole sort of movie like examining his life basically and how he's kind of like bargaining with like the angel of death essentially Mm. so um it's very lavish it's a lot of singing um i mean bob fossey is like a legend so um i feel like that's the closest to this where you're kind of like there's some examination here don't know if there's like a lot of change going on um but a lot of self-reflection and like Bob Fuzzy was like involved with, I think he di- he directed that movie, didn't he? Hmm. So he, I mean, he had more 
more than like your average sort of person who has like a, a story made about them. Um, yes, it was directed by him. So yeah, it's like um, he kind of has like a it's like a big fantasy kind of thing. And Jessica Lang uh, Lang is in there, and I did not know that was her for like a good thirty minutes. <laughs> She's so young; it looks like her, but then it didn't look like her. But um, yeah, so I think that's, like, the closest to this movie, um, as far as, like, themes of kind of realizing you kind of, you kind of trash, bruh. <laughs> you trash, but you talented, but people ain't gonna put up with that shit forever. <laughs> so that's my, um, that's my recommendation, but I mean, there's, do you have one? I, I think I would recommend under the cherry moon which that's such an that's that's a that's a watch i it's a comedy that flopped when it was released um it's also starring prince and the reason why it flopped is because people were expecting something like graffiti um not graffiti bridge sorry something like purple rain and they got like this old timey ish inspired comedy it's in black and white and it took me a while to kind of like get into it yeah but after watching it a couple times like it has funny bits and it's like oh okay i get what he was trying to do with it like i uh-huh. I, I fucks with the vision prince i fucks with I, it i fucks with the vision <laughs> I um I've seen it once. I rented it a couple years ago. Um, I didn't really like like it a whole lot. I don't think it was like I was expecting Purple Rain, but I just was kind of like, what? Where are we going with? Where are we going with this? <laughs> it's just like it's a weird. It's weird. It's a weird movie. But it doesn't really have like a. a it has a plot, but like I just. There are some times I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Although there's some good scenes, like, the, of course, Rekisto. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's taking a bath and talking. Yeah, and he was like, what did he say? He said, like, I drink your bath. What did he say? I, for, I used to have, like, that whole, like, a little monologue memorized, but. I'm so annoyed that I do not remember. But it was basically like he would drink her bath water, and I was like. You know what? That's gross, but at the same time, ah, <laughs> uh, <fucks> with it. <laughs> so I don't like spouting out wrong information, and I went back and looked up the original quote as it was written. And Prince in the scene says, "If I was anything other than human, I'd want to be the water in your bath." Still hot, but you know. That would be my pick. I mean, if you could find it, um, watch it. You can rent it if you have like Netflix DVDs. I know, like, I feel like I'm the only person who does, but um, it's definitely rentable. It might be on Amazon too. Yeah, you never know. It is they part have- of that like three movie prints collection where it has Purple Rain, uh, Under the Cherry Moon, and uh, Graffiti Bridge. Yeah. Oh, and I for I thought um I meant to say I found this like website called Tubi, which is T U B I. This is totally not sponsored, but um 
it has the most random selection of movies on here and they're mostly free actually they're all free they're just kind of like you know how like hulu used to have like ads and stuff like you could i mean you could still do the hulu ads but like you don't have to have the ads like during your movies and shit like that but um this one kind of does which they're kind of still like really randomized from what i've heard um i watched the movie on there like on friday and i didn't have any ads but i've heard um i think for some of like their shows and stuff they'll have things they'll have like ads pop up randomly and it's kind of annoying from what i have read but um yeah i guess you could probably check what they have there because they have they have a whole set this is the stars um black that we were looking for <laughs> i'm sitting right up here looking at this shit and i'm like um some of these movies we were definitely they have vampire in brooklyn on here they got like a hot boys on here they got, uh, i got the hookup ah! they have a few like some of these are, these are not all like great movies but like sometimes you'll find like a random thing that like oh shit i didn't know they had this so um yeah but if you do get to watch under the cherry moon i mean it's got some good songs on there for sure yeah that's the whole parade album that features like kiss kiss yes kiss is a classic Mm-hmm. so um so yeah but that one but i was gonna say like i mean biopics can be so they can be so much <laughs> They can. They could be really good or they could be really bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good one. Fucking uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? That one's very good. It's a very good movie. Great movie. Angela Bassett's wonderful. Angela Bassett looks like she could, like, bench press me. Um, yeah, she probably could. We she love you, could. Auntie. Oh, Jeez. We- we love no, you. No, I saw somebody call her auntie, and I call her auntie all the time. We love you, Angela Bassett. Like, oh, my God. I love you, I love you Auntie Angela Bassett. You are the light of my life. We love- wait for my own one to come back. Yes, we want to see you and your new husband, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> what a great piece of television. Uh, um, what's another one? I mean, there's there's tons. There's There's Ray. That one's traumatic as shit. I've only There's seen it Get once, Rich or Die Trying. Have you seen that? Yes. I've never, I've never seen that. I'm not going to get into why I've seen did, that. Did Vanessa but... play himself in that movie? Yes, he did. Um, I'm not going to get into why I saw it. But I'm worried. Oh, God. Mind your business, first of all. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Um. There's also like that Tupac movie. There's N.W. like straight out of Compton. Compton. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the better ones. Although they never get Tupac right in those movies. There. Get him right. Is that one with um? What's the name? Wasn't Anthony Mackie supposed to be Tupac? Was one of these movies? Not not straight out of Compton, but another one. The one by Biggie. Oh, yeah. Or was Anthony Mackie in 8 Mile? Or was that Mackay Pfeiffer? No, it was Mackay Pfeiffer. I don't know. Oh, don't yeah. Less. 8 Mile. I forgot about 8 Mile. <laughs> I'm not encouraging nobody to watch 8 Mile. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. I've seen that movie so many times. You have no idea. I've it only seen always on. bits and pieces of it. I 
I was done with that phase when I turned 15. So I I watched it. I think I watched it when it came on TV. But they play it on MTV like all the fucking time. But it's like they cut out so much that you're like, damn, bro. Like, mm." but you know, I mean, oh, Eminem. Um, So, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, quote unquote, good. <laughs> um, I don't know. I do want to see this Rocket Man movie. I haven't learned my lesson yet. I want to see like a good old fashioned musical, and I've heard it's like that where people just be bursting into song and shit, and and scenes change and there's dancers. I love all that extra shit. So, I I mean I could do that as long as it's Greece. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally just Greece is like Greece is like the only. See, Brittany doesn't like musicals, where I feel like I was like raised on musicals because it's what I've watched. I mean, from like Disney movies and then onwards to like actual like live action musicals. But, um, yeah. I mean, I've heard it's good. Some people are you know are doing the most, so I just want to see it for myself. A little little Taryn, thick thigh Taryn is um. Elton John and Elton picked him especially. So I would like to see it. Also, the costumes. Elton, all them damn costumes. You talk about being born in the wrong era. I should have been alive and a reckless in the 70s. Because so you just wanted to be covered in cocaine and glitter. And the glitter, especially. Glitter, sequins, feathers. Then again, had a whole like. <laughs> Did you have to see the tweet I retweeted? It was like a his like private plane and it had like fucking like a bed and like all this shit on it, like a like a piano and recording area. And I was like, on your fucking plane? <laughs> Intense. I love it. I love all that super gaudy shit. So I might end up seeing that. But I mean, aside from those. We have one more, and then we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna watch glitter. That's me singing Mariah Carey. I don't even like that song. That's like one of the Mariah songs I do not. I do not like that song. And I don't think it was the video. I remember watching the video and being like. Girl, <laughs> I don't even think I like that song, but for whatever reason, every time I think of Glitter, I just think of that song, and I don't even remember if that song's on the soundtrack. I think it is the sound. It's on the soundtrack, isn't it? Um, oh girl, what is that fucking song called? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever that is, that was the that was the like the lead single because that's the one she was in, the the uh, the racing like the um the racetrack or whatever. Yeah, and she's like ass out. Is it Lover Boy? Yeah, I think. I don't. Ooh. And I call my and I don't call myself no damn lamb. But no, it was Lover Boy. That song is mm, it got really high. I uh, just never really liked it. I never liked it. It was like it's like her worst charting 
album too. But <laughs> it's just not. Oh, it's just a no. Um. Yeah. <laughs> But that should be interesting. Um, we get to see this is more of like more of like the like rags to riches story. Um, so she's not an asshole in this, but she does become famous, and it just becomes a lot, you know. She becomes a Mariah Carey we know and love and cherish. Yeah. And she's dealing with a guy who she's kind of like, are you like, you know, are you in my, in, in my shit? <laughs> because she want to be, or are you here to make music? Or like, you know, are you trying to be like, you trying to be doing too much? I've never seen it, so I'm excited. It is an interesting watch. Well, I think I have seen it, but I might have also fallen asleep. So we will see if I remember. I've seen it at least three or four times. So that's a a lot. (laughs) I feel like at least, no, maybe three or four is a little bit heavy. Maybe like two or three. But it used to always be on VH1 all the time. So VH1, when did you corner the Negro market? I want to know. In uh, 2005. (laughs) <laughs> whenever they started showing fucking Flame of Lave. Mm-hmm. And that was just it. There you go. Mm-hmm. There goes the neighborhood. And I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. It's just, uh... <laughs> you know Paris Hilton made an, a song, a, 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 a movie? Uh, Hadi and Anadi? No. Oh, it's a TV show. I guess she was going to Dubai to hire a new best friend. Oh, me too. Interesting. Interesting what the Trump supporters are doing. So, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess you can find us uh, at on Twitter, of course. That's where we be at. <laughs> that is where we be at, at BLK <laughs> Girl film club we tweet there you know we we out here a little bit uh you can email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com you can actually visit our little blog which we need to start doing more with yes on my list (laughs) um and i think i mean you know if you if you want you know the podcast app you know give us a little bit of um, some loving, you know, hit that little, you know, star review. Tell us what we're doing right. You might tell us what we're doing wrong. Like, we want to hear from you. Yeah, you could give us a rating. You could subscribe. Give yeah, us a subscribe. listen. And we really appreciate it. Yeah. No, we love you guys. We really do. Yeah. Because, like... We say this every episode, but we really appreciate you listening to us talk shit about movies that we love because we love we love movies. We, we really love do. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. 
that's it for this week's episode. So we will see you guys next time or you'll hear us next time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch Glitter in the meantime and definitely watch Purple Rain. But also, like, I mean, follow along with us. Yeah. Get into this struggle with us because Brittany's going to have some words for Glitter. I bet you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay. I can't wait. Oh, God. Now I got to prepare myself. Oh, God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Please don't crucify us, lambs. We are down with Mariah. And we love her. We do. We do. But we got to be open and honest. I mean, we never said we'd be nice. This is a nice girl (laughs) film club. (laughs) Damn. This is America's next top best friend. This is a nice girl film. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, we're actually awful. Okay. We are. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Oh, my God.